Good day and good evening, wherever you may be. I'm Safaria, and welcome to State of the Universe, where no topic is too great or too small. So I've just finished reading this very interesting book, and I, I'd like to talk about a few of the theories um, in this book. This isn't a, a, a book critique. I'm, I'm not a book critic, and I'm not going to focus on key Uh, the fictional dramatic journey of the protagonist either so this isn't a spoiler alert and the book is Raising Atlantis a thrilling mystery adventure by Thomas Grinius Raising Atlantis is an interesting blend of historical documentation and romantic drama so if you liked the Raiders of the Lost Ark movies this kind of has a similar flavor you know it has your very masculine hero who is a quest seeker of truth and then alongside him is your very strong-willed you know heroine you know and it's there's they battle for one another's attention while making the most significant archaeological discovery of mankind to date the constant flirtation is somewhat childish and ego-driven and that's definitely not my favorite part of the book but it's important to note that it's designed to be a future mainstream screenplay and so that's why all the drama there are constant twists turns danger exploration ego lust love misadventure so i'm just going to focus on the the theories behind what they discover so these are adventurers who are sent to antarctica and they stumble across an ancient pyramid that actually predates the earth. And this is the main mystery of the book. It also does tap into what is the source uh, and, and spirituality and who are our creators. And I did read this book because it was recommended by peers who are game strong with their knowledge and research about the planet and the universe and I myself read an incredible amount and this book definitely resonated with me while it's a piece of fiction there are actually more truths hidden in many fictitious books than we realize so much of the truth is hidden in plain sight but there's also so much junk you know blended in there so it is quite hard to know what's true and what's not at the end we need to use our own judgment and we need to decide what resonates with us So the book talks about Atlantis and Antarctica. So what's Atlantis? Many say Atlantis is actually, was the whole planet. And like the planet now, different countries have different levels of technology and different living conditions. So when when people refer to Atlantis, what they're actually referring to was the most advanced continent, just one section. And there were many evolutions in Atlantis so you can't just pinpoint it to you know this date to that date but it basically means the most advanced continent and one of the best descriptions we have was written by the ancient Greece philosopher Plato in 4th century BC he described Atlantis as the ancient history the ancient city of fantastic wealth and military power an entire civilization swallowed up by the sea in a single day. 
and its survivors sought refuge all over the world and built the pyramids of Egypt and some pyramids in South America and, and unexplored ancient ruins as well. Now, Antarctica is the only place on Earth that literally fits Plato's description of Atlantis. Only the world has opposite poles now, so Atlantis was actually on the other side of the planet. So it's kind of on its head right now, being in Antarctica. And it, that this ties in with it suddenly being engulfed by the sea. How could that happen? It makes sense if there was a cataclysmic event, like a pole shift. So according to Grinius, the, geograph- the geological catastrophe happened about 12,000 years ago. Many geologists and archaeologists also share this theory. John Anthony West, Randall Carlson, Robert Shush, and then also the author Graham Hancock. If you'd like to do some further research, definitely check out these guys. So the entire outer shell of Earth's surface shifted, and this is called the Earth crust displacement theory. That could explain the weird things like why mammoths were found frozen in the Arctic Circle with tropical vegetation in their stomachs. And in Greenius's book, there were literally people frozen a mile beneath the ice, frozen in, in time. It happens so fast. And that's what happens with a pole shift. So how could Earth shift dramatically? So the Earth has many layers, like an onion, and each layer shifts with the sun, moon, and star cycles. Think of the Earth like a mechanism with different rotating parts and certain bits rotate in different directions and in different times to each other. It's like a multi-dimensional watch. The Earth mechanism is linked to a complex universal system. Only for us on planet Earth, the sun cycle is the most dramatic. So the ancient believes the cosmic calendar resets itself every 26,000 years or so. So the smaller cycles we have, you know, we have seconds, minutes, and then when the clock hits the hour, we tip into a new time. This is all a symbol for the universal system. Even even though time is fictitious, it's literally a man-made concept. However, the idea is effective when, when we explain the universal mechanism. Because they all represent our human energetic synchronicity with the stars and the planets. So universally, all the planets have a reset. However, their version of returning to midnight is far more magnificent. So us on Earth, as for now heading into the age of Aquarius, which is the beginning of the new sun cycle, literally is around, guess how many years? Around 26,000 years. So I guess we've got to strap ourselves in, guys, because apparently... We're, in, we're heading into some sort of cataclysm right now. So to put it simply, all the evidence in history, a lot of evidence in history rather, suggests a predictable 26,000 year cycle reset. A dramatic one. And that's why the Mayan calendar ends in 2012. It's not referring to a specific date. It's referring to a closing of a cycle and beginning of a new cycle. According to Aztec and Mayan myths, these have been at least five there have been at least five suns or or five creations. And allegedly we're living in the fifth sun cycle. 
So in the book, they discover this ancient pyramid that predates the beginning of the age of the planet. And that's kind of the main mystery. How could an, an advanced material be built before the Earth was created? So the basic theory is it came from our creators, often referred to as the Watchers. These beings created, developed and transformed humans. So our creators are from beyond Orion. And this could be called the Source Planet. See that idea of sort of the Source. They came here in the fourth sun cycle to build our current civilization. And in the book he just calls the Pyramid P4. So P4 was built at the very dawn of the fourth sun, just after the destruction of the third sun, right around the time the biblical story of Genesis says God created the heavens and the earth. This P4 pyramid holds the secret to the beginning of all time, the first sun sign. So the Watchers have evolved over time and many more planetary beings are interested in earth. There are protectors, but there are also corruptors. And the main ones are supposedly from Saturn. A.K.A. this is where Satan or Santa comes from. You know that creepy fat man who sees us when we're sleeping, knows when we're awake, and who we should actually have a restraining order against rather than inviting him into our home and giving him milk and cookies? I mean... You've got to look more into that because these little symbols are telling us things. So going back to the pyramids, what's the significance of these pyramids? Why are they all over the earth? And when you, got, when you think of pyramid, you take your mind beyond what you currently see now because those graffitied skeleton type structures have been looted by dozens of different civilizations throughout time. The type of material that actually coats the pyramids and this is discussed in the book is like a a metallic material like sheet it's a it's a magnificent technology beyond materials that exist on earth which is why it's discussed that it actually has come from a different planet because the real pyramids were actually based more on minimal structure more on spiritually suggested symbols a lot of what we see now has actually been reversed and, and mirrored back to us to confuse us, to take us away from our state of origin, to take us away from the source. And the higher purpose of the pyramids may be connected to the ancient king's quest for eternal life, to attain the mystery of first time, the secret of the creation. And the pyramids also hold sh hidden shrines like portals and these portals are intended to take the seeker back to the place of first time back to our origins back beyond orion the actual first sun which the atlanteans believed were the watchmen were our original creators so i definitely recommend that you read the book because it does go through so many so many more theories than that i just really touched on the surface and I just wanted to discuss the most important parts um, because, you know, the mystery of where we came from, who we are, why we're here is something that 
is the eternal quest and it's so interesting to ask a few deeper questions and to have a bit of a different perspective on this concept thank you for listening